Sorry, what now? I said ready spaghetti. As always. Should we ever have merch? I want it to be ready spaghetti <laughs> and then like a vague response. Like, ready spaghetti? Mm, no. Um, so how's everything? Everything's good. Um, this may date the episode a little, but I'm gonna adopt a kitten. I'm so, so excited. excited. Uh, when are you gonna name them? That was absurd that we did that in unison. <laughs> We're both crazy cat ladies. A hundred percent. In case you didn't know. Yeah. We love cats. We love him. Oh, he's so sweet. We think we might name him Freddy. Oh. Yeah. Or Frederick or something. Huey. I wanted an F name. Huey. No. If you're going to name him Fred. No. Also consider Huey. Huey is actually not a bad idea. Huey is actually not a bad idea at all. <laughs> and then he can be a little Black Panther. Yeah, he's a black cat. <laughs> That's not a bad name. I will think, I will consider, I'll consider Huey. Right? I like Freddy a lot, but, oh, Huey's not not bad at all. Right? Oh, Isabel and Huey? Oh! (laughs) Isabel's my cat. You know what? I'm sure there's someone who has switched (laughs) off. They're like, I wanted to listen to an episode, but nah, these bitches be crazy. (laughs) Yeah, I did canvassing for um, my uh, NDP candidate Mm -hmm. uh, last week. Cool. And I stopped for a full five minutes because two cats came up to me, oh. and uh, one of them was named Major Tom. That's and adorable. I died inside. I was like, "Oh, he's so cute, so cute!" And the woman I was canvassing with was like, "Are you, are you okay?" Yeah, or the um, a little while ago, uh, we were walking with our friends, and one of them casually said hi to the cat that was walking the opposite direction as, as mm-hmm. us, and then. Carmen and I, at the back of the train of people, were like, oh freaking out. And our friends were like, ugh, the cat ladies are at it again. You know, I am such a cat lady that I have really bad cat allergies. So do I. And then set off horrible anxiety for me of all kinds. Yeah, man. And I still foster cat them. allergies mean nothing I foster to me. them and don't give a fuck. Don't give a fuck. I just, I literally have um, reacting by my bed. Doesn't matter to me. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Also, I guess it keeps our houses clean because then we're constantly making cleaning. sure that we're cleaning up the cat hair. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So we're anyway. 40 million <laughs> years old. Uh, yeah. Um, so we uh, are going to talk about maybe one of my least favorite subjects, but also favorite, favorite subjects. Romance. Romance. <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited to talk about this. So this, to be clear, will be differing from our dating episodes, where yeah. dating is like about a the horrible trash just men. trash men, the horrible institution that dating is, um, and just like because dating is an institution. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Mm-hmm. But also, um, we had like a lot of personal stories and stuff like that. This one is more so about like the concept of romance yeah. and love, and. Uh, like what we feel about it and what our love languages are and how we see romance. Mm-hmm. Funnily enough, this actually came up the other day because I was talking to my sister and I was saying how this line from this movie is my favorite line because it's so romantic and I love it so much. We'll get into it later when we talk about romantic movies. But my sister was like, what do you mean you love romance? She's like, this goes against everything you've ever <laughs> said about yourself. And I'm like, no, no, no. I love romance. I don't like any of the other stuff. I don't like any of the practical <laughs> elements of it. Oh, thank you. Oh, see, I like the practical elements. Don't like romance. Oh, 
Oh, there we go, Carmen. Do you see this? This is great. Perfect. This is awesome. Okay, so I wanted to start by talking about diamonds. Diamonds are forever. That's exactly what we're going to talk about. About the industry of um, wedding rings? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember learning about this in university mm-hmm. because it's so ingrained in us that a that like an engagement ring has, has to, to have yeah jewels. has to have diamonds not even jewels diamonds diamonds and um i didn't know that they haven't been rare since the 1870s yeah no they're not rare you can literally shit out diamonds the diamonds yeah. are everywhere they're they're worth shit yeah i mean they're worth a lot but they're worth shit you might as well be prizing rose know, quartz do you know where most diamond deposits come from Africa, Africa? South Africa. Yeah, baby. Mother can Africa. Just, can you just imagine who works there in Girl, the mines? Can I you know. then imagine Didn't who owns those Didn't you see Blood Diamonds? That terrible movie? La, 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 la. No. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> so uh, one of the main mining companies or groups around diamonds and diamond marketing is yeah. the De Beers a Consolidated Mines yep. mm-hmm. Corporation. Um, and they are really well known. They are the first that wanted a marketing uh, kind of committee when all of these mines were created to up the, the sales of diamonds. diamonds. So what they did is they made sure that there were newspaper columns that they paid for yeah. um, where celebrities were given engagement rings by their significant others Ooh. that were diamonds. And that was always the main focus. The main focus was these celebrities would get these huge diamonds and it would be seen as like, this is the type of ring you have to have. Yeah. Right? So those were kind of the conversations. And the idea that a diamond is forever was on every De Beers related ad campaign Mm. since 1948. That's pretty wild. So now we just say it and we don't even know where it comes from. And it's just an ad campaign. A very successful ad ad campaign. campaign. That's how you know when advertising goes well for anybody that's ever watched Mad Men... Yeah. It just becomes like a household thing. Like yeah. it's no longer related to the ad. It's just seen as fact. I watched a YouTube video. I don't know if you've ever seen them. They're the ones that are like Adam ruins everything. And um, he has a show, I think now. And he yeah. did a whole thing about diamonds. And they talked about that. He's And he's made a joke like, it's as if in a hundred years we were still quoting like, a pizza bagel, like, jingle. 100%. And it's just like, yeah, it's absurd. It's it's actually pretty crazy that they had that much influence. And also, like, the idea that if someone was like, I mean, not for me or, or for Carmen necessarily, but for so many people, like, even if they know this, they know it's an ad campaign, yeah. they still want that diamond ring. Mm-hmm. Now, oh, for I would sure. Never want, you know what? I fucking hate those. The rings that like are the ring and the diamond comes out. Absolutely. Classic not. like like engagement ring. I think that is so inconvenient looking. Like and it ugly, would get caught on right, shit. Your sweaters. Your poor like, knitted sweaters. Genuinely, I remember in um high school when we had it was like a computer class. I guess maybe this is dating us as well. The computer oh, class no. where we learned how to like do spreadsheets and shit. Oh, remember I didn't that take class? that. So I was in that class, and whenever we were, like, the teacher was not over our shoulder, me and two other girls would be designing engagement rings on, like, like Tiffany's website or That's something. That's hilarious. Like, I was doing this because they were already doing this, and I was like, yeah, I'll join in. And then we just designed rings for, like, a year. That's great. That was all we did. But it's just, like, I don't understand. I mean, they get away with it. One, God knows what those conditions are in those minds. Uh, well, I mean. Let's not even Let's not pretend that that. those are going to be good. In South Africa, the race is anyways, just nightmares. Mm -hmm. Just nightmares. Um, I don't like the idea of diamonds 
at all. And I never have. No. You know what it is? I never have. And I think it's because my mom raised me to be like, children died for those. I mean, that's fair. It's like if someone gave me a pair of Nikes and proposed to me, I'd be like, ah. Nah. No. Right? No. And I and know. because it's, it's not even necessarily that I would never buy diamonds for myself. Yeah. But I wouldn't want a child labor thing presented to me. Absolutely not. As a, let's yeah. be together. If I want something related to child labor, I would like to buy it with my own money. Yeah. Consciously and being like, meh. Yeah. Whatever. It's like when no people buy. No ethical consumption under capitalism. It's like when I go to Walmart. Do I know that they sometimes may or may not have been accused of using prison labor? Uh-huh. Yep. You betcha. Can I afford cleaning products not found at Walmart? Probably not. Probably not. So. Yeah. Same Z's, man. Or actually, you know what? I did have a ethical moment when I was buying a desk a few, uh, like about a month ago. Uh, Why? Because I was going to buy it on Wayfair. And then my sister is like, you know, Wayfair are the company who supplies furniture to the detention centers yeah. in the States. And I was like... Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. That's why I don't go to Starbucks. Um, but anywho, getting back to diamonds. Yeah. Um, in the 1930s, the ad campaigns and the and the media that they ran or the propaganda that they ran was that one month's salary mm-hmm. was what you should pay for diamond yes. drink. Yeah, I've heard this. Yes. 1980s came around. And they and wanted to, six months? They wanted to up their profit margin. Mm-hmm. So they said uh, two months' salary is now what it should be, which I think is... That's crazy. I make however much. The thought of somebody spending that much money, one for me, you know I don't like gifts. Yeah. That's the first thing. The second thing, that you spend that kind of money on a ring that's not even practical. Not a practical. And also, I've never understood... Are you meant to wear both rings as a woman, the engagement know. and the wedding know. band? I actually don't know. But then that's cumbersome. No do they not. do they fit together? Or are they just clickety clanking all day? I don't I don't know. I have no idea. You know, I was watching an interview and Mila Kunis said that like their wedding ring was like a or their engagement ring was an engagement ring, but their wedding ring she got them for ninety bucks on Etsy. And I was like, Thank you, Mila Kunis. That's amazing. <laughs> because maybe she will help normalize getting cheap ass rings. Yeah, because I don't need them to be... No. As long as they don't turn my finger green. Yeah, as long as they're like, yeah, not going to turn my finger green or like hideous, I'm good. Give me yeah. the one ring, man. I don't care. And I actually think most engagement rings are like... Fugly? Yeah. Yeah, me too. I don't like their style. I don't get it. All these different cuts people talk about. None of them. No. Just no. Um, want to hear my uh, ideal ring? Sure. It's one of those ones with the halo. It's the one where it's like the ring and then it has like a flat-ish, I don't know what the fuck it's called, flat-ish sort of like <laughs> jewel in the middle, but the like outside is tiny little diamonds. Maybe like a ruby in the center. Oh, okay. You know those are cool. Yeah. Those are cool. I've always wanted an opal ring. I might actually just buy that ring for myself. Yeah, just do that. I'm probably going to do that. I only say that's my ideal engagement ring just because that's a ring that I kind of want right now. Yeah. So who knows? That we can't afford. Oh, one million percent cannot afford. I would love an opal ring. I love that Ooh. color. But like not yeah. like a big... I don't Just like, like like a flat opal with like yes. the, the shininess? Yes. Nice. That's nice. See, that's all I want. Yeah. Or... Just give me a silver version of the one ring from Literally, Lord I of the Rings. I just said the one ring. Give me the one ring. Carmen, I'll propose to you with the one ring. Yeah. Good. We could probably get that on Etsy for Sent like holds. 50 bucks. Yeah, absolutely. Come on now. Anyway. So, um, how much do you think people spend like... How much do you think the industry the industry makes on Valentine's Day? Three billion dollars. 
$20.7 billion Ooh, in 2018. Whoa, hold on a second. That, that took a second to <laughs> process. $20.7 billion? Yeah. For what? I mean, I mean chocolates, candy, cards. $20.7 billion? Probably shitty romantic movies that come out on Valentine's Day that people are forced to go watch with each other. Why? What? Catherine, I don't know. Do you think I know? I don't know. I mean, well, you mean I don't know. I've never done a Valentine's Day. I mean, I am Day. the sucker who does that because I bought Valentine's Day cards for my coworkers last week. I mean, I guess, yeah. I once wanted to buy some when I was working in this place and they were Batman things. That's amazing. Then I thought, nah, fuck these people. <laughs> I just like giving them out if they're like, I once gave One Direction Valentine's Day cards. I mean, very good. To like my grown-ups Every friends. time we touch, people just kind of, uh, 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 We're going to get sued. Anyway, I was so off-key that I don't <laughs> think that, that it counts. So let us discuss what romance is. Mm-hmm. So growing up, what like shaped your idea of what romance was? Rom-coms, Carmen. Do you think I did anything but watch rom-coms? <laughs> I watched every movie that I owned a million times, and I definitely have watched every rom-com a million times because I would always be on. Like Meg Ryan falling in love my whole childhood. Like, that's it. Holy I love shit. it. I love it so much. And that is 1 million percent what shapes my idea of romance are fucking rom-coms, just huh. like everybody else, except for maybe you. Yeah. But, like, I'm sorry, I, I had the VHS of Kate and Leopold, watched it a bunch, I would always, it's the one with Meg Ryan and, um, oh God, this sounds stupid. So Meg Ryan is like a modern lady and Leopold is a man from like 1870 or whatever. And then (laughs) this guy that she used to be dating who lives in the apartment below hers, he, um, travels through time by jumping off of, I think the Brooklyn bridge to Leopold's time, and then when he's traveling back, Leopold comes with him, and uh, then she and this like 18th century duke fall in love. Kate and Leopold. Kate and Leopold. And it's Hugh Jackman as Leopold. So. I think I have seen this movie. It's or great. like I've seen, you know, when you like think it's been on TV and you probably watched oh, 100%. it. Oh, 100%. It's not my favorite Meg Ryan movie. My, I mean, wait, I'll save it. I'll save it for when we get into the movies. <laughs> but like, lots of Meg Ryan movies. Um, J-Lo movies. Um, yes. That is fair. Even the occasional um, Julia Roberts movie, you know, mm-hmm. rom-coms. That's fair. And the movie Aladdin. Oh, so movies. movies. So movies shaped your idea of romance. Yeah. Not like family or... Yo, we're not going to talk about my family stuff, <laughs> but uh, that actually probably did shape my view of romance in terms of the practical. The yeah. movies, my ideas of romance, all flights of fancy, yeah. but the practical, perhaps not so romantic. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. that makes sense. Um, So for me, I grew up watching telenovelas. I've talked about them many a times. Yes, the telenovela gasp. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, I don't know if all soap operas are like this because I absolutely have never watched an English language telenovela or like soap soap opera. opera. Um, I've only watched Mexican and or Colombian ones. Mm -hmm. But telenovelas have this thing where like love is everything. Like, if you fall in love, anything, you can do anything. It'll cure the blind. The blind can see. Oh. People in wheelchairs can walk. So it's like a fairy tale. Yeah, basically. Um, People who you thought were related, turns out they aren't related, so then they can get married. Yeah. 
Uh, things like that. Uh-huh. Okay. So it was like a big deal, but it was always filled with villains. So arch eyebrows villains? Yes. Accompanied by violins eyebrows. when they arrive? Yes, and it's always rich and poor. Oh, okay. The oh, rich cool. and the poor. So it's always like a rich man and a poor woman and she works as like the maid. That's why you're so cool with cl- like class stuff. What do you mean? I mean like in terms of who you date, you don't care like what they, I mean, I'm not saying that I'm like classist, but I'm <laughs> just saying that like you've never been like, oh, you do this or you do that unless they're rich. Actually, never mind. <laughs> you do dislike the rich. I but, dislike the rich. But like any sort of anyone who's like making $3, you're like, that's fine. Yeah. And it's like, whatever. We'll make it work. Because mm-hmm. that's what they do. They make it work. Got it, got it, got it. So, you know, maybe. That's fair. Mm-hmm. For those who are new, we do use this as discount therapy. So, <laughs> so if you hear us working through our problems, that's why. Yeah, 100%. So telenovelas were a big thing for me. There was this one called Esmeralda, mm-hmm. which is like world-renowned. Actually, a lot of uh, my mom, when she was working um, at this, it's called the Link Center, but it's like where people go to learn English. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a government paid for agency and she did the daycare cause you could bring your kids mm-hmm. and then you would just go to English class. Yeah. My mom knew a lot of Eastern Europeans mm-hmm. who had just moved here and also her coworkers and they were like, Oh, you're Mexican. Do you know Esmeralda? So they watched our soap operas. Oh, wow. Back home. Yeah. So it was like so famous. And so anyway, so Esmeralda is a, is a. A classic example. Esmeralda lives in this, like, cabin. She's blind. She has a bunch of peasant friends. Excuse me? Yeah, she's blind, but she's like a Disney princess. Think of her that way. She's white, lives in some cabin in the middle of nowhere. Got it. Has, like, reddish hair, green, green eyes. Mm -hmm. Esmeralda. Like an emerald. Uh, Esmeralda is emerald. Oh, I see. So, uh, blind. Can't see. Has not been able to see. I don't remember if she was born blind or she just like... She lives in the woods? She lives in the woods, which doesn't make much sense from what I remember. like a side character on Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. Yeah, so she meets this man and they don't want her to marry him because she's blind and poor. Fair. And the the family's like, no, you are of money and whatever. You know, villains, Mm -hmm. blah, 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 whatever. The end, they end up together, they fall in love, and they kiss each other. And this man also somehow ended up in an accident that left him blind, I think. And when they no. kiss, when they kiss, he's no longer blind or something. From what I read, something, someone's okay. going to need to correct me. One of them ends up not blind, or both of them. I One or love the other. Both of them, that's great. It's fucking ridiculous. Like these soap operas, like like a baby is stolen. Like I, I just babies are stolen. People are are hit by cars and they survive. Just the shit. Anyway, so these are the things that I've learned from soap operas, and that was my understanding of romance. But I also grew up with a mother who always made fun of it, even though she watched it religiously all the time. You couldn't bother her while she was watching it. Mm-hmm. She would still make fun of it. Yeah. Well, but I'm a fan of melodrama that now. That may explain you. Yeah, that explains you. <laughs> so I am into all things over the top and dramatic. So yeah, are you going to be starting next time I come over? Are we going to be watching Esmeralda? It's good. You could probably find it on YouTube. Honestly, I, you I might like it. Who knows? I think you would. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. Um, so that kind of started it for me. Um, and what did you, okay, what was your understanding of like, what romance is like for Rome is romance for you like courtship behavior like dating behavior or do you think it's something that's like 
a symbol of love? I mean, I guess a little of both, but honestly, probably more so courtship behavior. Right? Okay. I thought so too. Like growing up, like I only just now doing the research for this episode, realize that there's a distinction, but so much of what we see in terms of romance is actually just courtship. Yeah. It's not like... It's not like the day-to-day of like being in a relationship. No. That kind of stuff. Which is why I think so many relationships have such a... People in relationships have such a hard time after they get past the honeymoon point. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. Because they're like used to this idea of like, well, literally every rom-com begins with someone in a committed relationship and then they're like... There's no spark anymore, blah, blah, blah. And then they leave them for someone else. That happens in like half of the rom-coms. But if we keep doing that. Yeah, it's not good not or healthy. You're not building a relationship. No, no, no. You're just looking for that high that comes with like all of these things that we do to get in each other's pants. Yeah. And all those endorphins and like romantic words and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, oh, the because f- yeah, you have less and less firsts the longer that you're with someone to mm-hmm. a certain extent, if you look at it that way. And some people are really into the firsts of like everything, like the first I love you or like the first bite or the f- whatever, whatever. Well, I guess it could be like also considered a drug addiction. Yeah, love, but love is considered like a really addictive Because there's those people thing. who like will be in a relationship and then it'll end and then they'll be in one Four seconds later, you're yeah. like, where'd you meet that person? What's going on? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And it's like they don't take their time, and it just turns into this thing. Yeah. I yeah. always worry about that stuff. That's the sort of people? Uh, sometimes I'm like, am I becoming that? And then I think about it, and I'm like, no, I get so upset sometimes. And I'm just like, I need to be a mole person for the next month and a half mm-hmm. to five years, and then <laughs> not talk to anyone. So I found it interesting because when I would look up stuff about romance, it was mostly courtship. And then I realized, I was like, romance, our idea of romance has completely warped so many people's understanding of love because it's like, oh, the spark is gone. And then I think, of course, like there's certain things where you could make more of an effort. Maybe people take each other for granted, Mm -hmm. which I think is totally true. But my whole thing is that like, if you're quantifying it based on the thing first, and not to mention that it's completely covered in capitalism, because romance is like buy me things, yeah, take me places. Well, it's also it's such a new like concept, romance. I think so too. No, because it really is. Because it used to be genuinely like people would be like, oh my god, this person's fell fallen in love. Like it's the worst because now this person that I know is acting entirely irrational. And so, mm-hmm. like, and, like, for centuries, mm-hmm. romance has been, like, yes, the, like, marrying someone for love is something that people have always done, but it used to be less of a thing. It was far less common. People and it was got just, married. like, let's just get married. And, like, love will come later. It's not that important. It's not the reason and that you seek out a relationship. And people now. Like, in a lot of Orthodox religions, like, um, people who are, like, Orthodox Jews or, yeah. um... Like, um, there are certain groups where arranged marriages happen. And it's yeah. not that you're – nobody in that situation expects to be in love right away. Yeah. But there's a concept that, like, love. you have to be in love right away and you have to be in that, like, crazy, like, over-the-top love for a marriage Which to I happen. honestly – I honestly think is why – a hundred percent people end up in toxic ass relationships. Yes. Because they think that the highs and the lows are what it is to be in love. Yeah. Carmen, please – Find me a husband, just a, or, or a wife, just like arrange a marriage for me. I would be so happy with an arranged <laughs> marriage. That'd be great. I've often thought that as well. Like, I know that sounds so strange, especially growing up, like having like the mom that I have. And I think she has her own 
understandings of arranged marriages because she meets so many women that have had like a shitty experience with it just around like the possibility of leaving family pressure to stay in like abusive relationships things like that but i definitely think that in in a lot of circumstances arranged marriage makes sense yeah it it makes total sense because one usually you're not the one doing it it's your parents or somebody you know your family people close to you who know you who have your best interests at heart and who are actually looking at practical things that I think when you're in a romantic relationship wouldn't always be what you would think about. Do they want the same things as us? Yeah. Do they have the same values? Genuinely, if sexism didn't exist, arranged marriages would be fine. I think they'd be totally fine. If, if there was no sexism. If there was no and, patriarchy. Was, and no patriarchy and no like expectation of what a woman is supposed to do and this and that, then ma- sign me up. Sign Yo, me I am up. Let's down. get married. I'm fine. <laughs> like, totally. That's why I don't understand... I just don't get it. Like I, even sometimes I meet people who are in relationships and for me, it's the older I get, the more important values are to me. So like, yes, oh, absolutely. being, being attracted to somebody, obviously, like you're, you're not going to be with somebody that you have no attraction to, like yeah. in whatever type of, it's not a, an arranged marriage or arranged relationship, but I can't understand. Like when I meet people, if I can tell that there is shit that you and I are not going to agree on when it comes to the big things. Yeah, that's insane. It's not happening. What, I'm not wasting my time. Like, oh, I'm going to date this person, and they like have completely different political views. I'm like, why? What are you doing? What, what are, are you talking about? Are you? You're just setting. Either you're setting yourself up for failure, or you're setting yourself up for a life where both of you are constantly having to validate your points of view in yeah. your existence to this other person. With bananas. It doesn't make sense to me. Honestly, it doesn't make sense. Like, oh, I want kids, but he doesn't. But like, I'll convince him or I'll convince her. No. No. This is why I always say my ideal mate is like black wife, because then I don't explain anything to her. It'd be great. No, it would be perfect. But this is, anyway, it just, I have such a hard time with it. Um, And so I just wanted to talk to you just very briefly Mm -hmm. about some courting rituals and I want you to tell me if you think these would be romantic okay so I read this really great thing on match.com where it was like dating a Mexican girl so let me give you okay so I'm gonna read these to you you tell me how much they sound like me okay so um the man must always pursue first Eh, do I think that's romantic yeah no no now when I read this I was like yeah I'm very Mexican in that the man sense. must always pursue first. Yeah. yeah I, I think it has to do not even just with me being Mexican. I'm so socially awkward and so I don't even want to say insecure. Like I am very insecure, but I'm very insecure about like my, my gauging of everything, mm-hmm. like social things, like what's going on with people. Like somebody could just tell me like, everything's great. And in my head, I'll be like, but is it? You know? Yeah. So I've had situations where you have very clearly told me that somebody's into me and I'm like, nah. Yeah. They're totally not. And who's been right every time? Uh, it's me. Yeah. It's me. Catherine's always right. <laughs> because I can't gauge most social things. So my idea is that like if a guy pursues or a guy is clear, then I know for sure. Otherwise, I will never, I will never assume that a guy is into me. Yeah, Unless it's like fair. overtly obvious. And part of it, I think, is cultural. Mm-hmm. Because also women that just think guys are into them, like I've been raised to believe that that's very like vain. Yeah. 
Which I don't think it necessarily is. I don't think it's necessarily vain. Um, I would love to immediately assume someone was into me because you know my problem. (laughs) Where someone could be like waving me down and I'll be like, hmm, what? (laughs) So we're the same. Yeah, what's going on? We're the same. Yeah, I have no idea when anyone's into me ever. Literally, I'll just walk by them. I and then later you people to will tell be like, me. what do you, do you not see that person? And I'm like, absolutely not. I have no idea. Like, I have had that. situations where I have been asked out on a date and I did not realize it was a date. Well, that's absurd. Like, don't you ask for clarification? Uh, no, Catherine, because okay. I don't want to be awkward. All right, well. And then it's just like, oh, this was a date. Or yeah. sometimes I'll be like, I might say like, is this a date? But sometimes I get weird responses where I once got a response that was, I said, is this a date or something? And they were, and they went, ha ha, yeah, or something. Oh, I'm going to live in a cave. Anyway. What? Next thing, next thing. Anyway, um, opening doors and pulling out chairs, they say that the men, the man has to be very chivalrous. No. No. That's I can no. pull out my own fucking chair yeah. and open my own doors. I have hands. Um, Oh, so they're called piropos, but that's when you get hit on. Okay. So getting hit on by a man, like a woman getting hit on. Yeah. Is like how women appreciate being like courted. Uh, I no. mean, no, not no. Like, I mean, like hit on is a very strange thing because hit on, it's not like expressing interest. It's like aggressive behavior. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you. I don't, it's like, because they were like, oh, flirty and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, no, it's flirt- awkward. Flirting is very different than being hit on. It was like flirting and getting hit on. Yeah. Okay. I don't like, I don't, sometimes I don't like certain, like overt flirting bothers me. Mm-hmm. I have no idea even what flirting is, honestly, kind of. <laughs> like. No, I've had situations where somebody like, says Am something. I flirting with you? Are you flirting with me? What's going on? I don't. It just makes me feel so awkward. I'm more animated, maybe. I've been told I I can be very flirty, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, I don't know. What are you doing that makes you flirty? I don't know, Catherine. I don't know. I guess it's because you're so... mm, I'm very nice. Nice, and I think generous with your, like, time. Oh, I am very generous with my time. And so people will assume, particularly men will assume, that, like, well, if a girl's showing interest and looking directly in my eyes mm-hmm. and you like spending time on me she must be into me all the time which and I'm like, is no. not how women work when for I anybody retail, to know women are just lot. women are just polite and raised to be polite yeah and engage with people and spend time on people that's just like a part of again yeah sexism the patriarchy like even when i go on if i go on dates and stuff like I think I have moments where people assume that I'm really into them. No, it's because... And there have been dates that have gone not well at all. And people have been like, whoa, she's like... So we're going to like... We're going to do this again. And I'm like, are we? Are we? No, it's because... It genuinely, here's the thing. If a woman doesn't like you, she treats you with like courtesy and like respect. If a man doesn't like you or find you attractive, he doesn't see you at all. You might as well be trash to him. Yeah. Doesn't even look at you. Doesn't even look at you in the eye. No. Just like nothing. Garbage. You get nothing. You're trash. And like that's why is because a lot of men can't but even imagine treating I, a woman they don't find attractive with right. any measure of respect. I've been lucky enough to have guy friends. I mean, a few that like don't want to sleep with me, or who have not expressed an interest in sleeping with me. Pro- Carmen, eh. <laughs> you, <laughs> have I not? Do I not? You I, ha- I know, no, I know. But like, you have a lot of pretty person privilege. You don't realize. Because it seems strange to me because I look at myself in the mirror and I go, woof, you know? Yeah, no. <laughs> so so, so you're, she's rolling her eyes at me right now. 
Very irritating. Um, but like I've had situations even recently where people have been nice to me and I could be dating somebody and they're like, that person wants to fuck you because yeah. they're being nice to you. And I'm like, or. No, that's just not, men nice are not nice to people they don't want to fuck. That's not true. Unless they are like, I mean. Genuinely like, a, sweet people. Yes. Genuinely sweet people and or like it's specifically a friendly situation. But when there is ambiguity, no. Oh, of course. But there are situations that I've been in where there, like, is no ambiguity, and it's just, like, they clearly want to fuck you. That's why they're so nice to you. Oh. But do you know what? That makes me so uncomfortable. That might be just another – that's that be just another examine, yeah, example of toxic masculinity. It just drives me nuts. But anyway, let me get through this list. Serenading was on the list of – Yo, what? Like, singing? Yeah. Absolutely Mexicans not. love serenading. So you don't want a guy to like write you a beautiful love song? No. no. <laughs> Could you imagine having to, you have to sit there with a straight face while they Literally, sing to you? Um, there's like, what's her, what's her name? Chrissy Teigen has this thing about like that song that John Legend has, that he wrote about her. Oh, beautiful. And yes. but she's like, she's like, every time it plays, everyone expects me to like cry or something. Yeah. And she's like, it's nice, but I've heard it a lot. And I was like. <laughs> I love her so much. So good. Um. The thought of having to sit there straight-faced while somebody sings to me literally um, you, fills I, me with, like, so much, like, cringe. My eyebrows would just feeling. be, like, oh. <laughs> I'd just be, like, oh. oh okay. I would just laugh. Yeah. I would laugh nervously. I would genuinely prefer poetry than a singing. I don't even – spoken word. No, not slam. <laughs> not, like, listen, girl, you, to me, are the one. No, not that. But, like <laughs> – <laughs> Again, you need to do this for Andrew. Uh, listen, send him an audio clip or something. Uh, okay, and the last one is that they have men have to pay for all the dates. No, that's weird. It's weird. It's not romantic. And the problem with patriarchy is that people assume that if you pay for something, you get something yeah. in return. Yeah. Especially men. A hundred percent men always think this. If I pay for enough dates, you'll fuck me. Which is why no. I absolutely refuse to let men pay for the first few dates. Oh, really, Carmen? I pay for my own shit. I would like, love to have someone pay for my food. I'd be like, yeah, pay for I mean, it. Sometimes I think about it, but then I actually don't want, because I don't want there to be this idea of a power imbalance. If, if Again, Carmen, power balances disappear when you don't give a shit. Oh, I give too much. You give too shit. much of shit. I'm too what nice. has my mother I feel like said I owe to me? And I share this advice with you and with our listeners every single time they have the opportunity. <laughs> Catherine, when someone offers you money, take it. <laughs> I just like, I feel bad. Like, I feel like I owe I mean, them. not in all circumstances. If someone's no. like a crazy person, don't take it. No, but no, no. For, most, for the most part, like a date situation, I feel if like I someone owe them. offers you money, take this it. This is the problem. Feel no guilt. Don't owe anyone shit. Literally, I was raised the complete opposite. <laughs> I was raised where my mother, like, refused to take anything, any help, anything from anyone ever. No. To this day. To this day, I could pay for her lunch and she'll get so uncomfortable. And I'm like, I mean, you, you, you get, get so uncomfortable <laughs> when I pay for your goddamn birthday dinner. <laughs> I'm like, no. Um, Every so year. So clearly we've been raised differently because now I, then I feel like I owe guys if they pay for, like, my dinners. Yeah. I'm, like, not a fan. Um, but, like, I thought that was funny. I have better courtship ideas and or um, things that have happened. Mm-hmm. And in my head when I read weird courtship 
whatevers on these articles, I assumed, and this is my own internalized racism, but maybe also my own internalized understanding of whiteness, yeah. uh, was that it was going to be like them being like, look at these weird, like Africans doing these weird courtship things. Okay, yeah. Like that's what I thought it was going to be, but mm-hmm. it actually wasn't. There's a lot of white people shit in here from like back in the day. So I think this was uh, Austrians used to in the uh, 17th century. The women would have a slice of an apple under their armpit at uh, dance parties that they would keep there. I'm sorry, what? (laughs) And the women would dance like throughout the night. And at the end... And sweat (laughs) up an apple? (laughs) Yeah. And at the end of the night, they would give that slice to the man... Who they like the most? Eat it? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and the man Thanks, would girl, for your sweaty out <laughs> armpit apple. <laughs> yep, and then the man would have to eat it if if he he like reciprocated interest, but if he wasn't interested, he wouldn't. I would just be like, sorry, girl, I'm like you, but um, can I not eat this apple? Can I eat this? Sweaty- Isn't there a more direct way? You know, like avoid the apple. Just tell him. Yeah. Just ask him. Like, why does it need to be this full? Anyways, whatever. So that was one. So Puritans didn't give wedding rings. Got it. They gave thimbles as engagement rings. Okay. Because Puritans didn't believe in excess, and they believed in a life of poverty. Yeah. So they used thimbles as engagement, like, gifts, which the women could use to sew, Mm -hmm. and then you could take off the bottom of the thimble, and it would be a ring. But it would be a practical ring, because you could still use it as a thimble. That's interesting. I actually didn't mind that idea. Yeah. No, that's not so bad. It's practical. Um... So the Welsh had love spoons where the men would, like, meticulously create, like, wooden spoons and then give it to the women they were interested in. And if she accepted it, it meant that she loved him. Yeah. My question is, do they have to make a new one for every woman they're interested in? Yeah, man. Don't give me your old girlfriend's love spoon. How dare you? Bad juju. Anyway. um, So these were things that I found really interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. I also found a Psychology Today article. Yes. That told you how to... uh, Keep romance alive or how to be romantic in today's day and age. And I want to re- – psychology today, this is not like stupid ass like Cosmo, Seventeen, Vogue. This is yeah. literally – Tiger Beat. A psychology like – Publication. Publication. Mm-hmm. A psychological related publication. Some yeah. nonsense. Okay. So one, bring your partner coffee and tea in bed. Would you like that, Catherine? No, I'm going to spill. I'm asleep. <laughs> if my ass is asleep and you bring me something to drink, I will hit you. No, bring it to the room. Just leave it. Just leave it in the room. Just leave it. On the counter. On the, on the, on the, yeah. on the bedside table. <laughs> I am going to spill it. Like, where don't bring we me both? in bed. No. I also don't eat food in bed. I think it's gross for oh, me. I love eating food in bed. See, I can't because then I get crumbs and... It annoys me. And I don't make my bed. Um, Number two, at the end of the day, do a 10-second hug or kiss. That probably would work, actually, because, like, the br- I wouldn't want to do that. But the brain mm. would work. It would work with the brain. Yeah, like, it would relax you. Like, legit, like, in terms of, like, well, this is weird. Because in terms of, like, what would make you the most comfortable with a person, honestly, if you went on a first date and then just, like, got into bed and napped together, 
you probably would be in love in two hours. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like yeah. the brain would be like, oh my God, there's a person, this person I trust, we're sharing all the skin, like endorphins, yeah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. So ideal first date, guys, don't go to coffee. Go, you know. Cuddle? Go cuddle and h- take a nap because what? I'm sure that would work absolutely better. But that's Oh, and weird. then you can figure out if a person snores or if they yeah. kick in their sleep. Let's start a new trend. Mm. Nap dates. A hundred percent. Don't no feel me up. How dare you? Nap don't dates. feel me up. How dare you? You're ruining the sanctity of the nap date. <laughs> nap date. And then you'll like you'll find love. Love it. That's okay. Oh my God. New app. Nap date. Yeah. Amazing. Get surprise gifts from your partner. That would not work for me. It's funny. So we're going to talk about it in a minute, but uh, Carmen had me give, uh, do a test, the, the love languages quiz. Yeah. And a lot of the questions were like, receive a gift, give a gift, have a gift, blah, blah, blah. Do you want a gift? And I was like, <laughs> Carmen probably said no to all this shit. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Well, you'll look at my results. It'll be very, um, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. You're going to know. Um, be spontaneous. Held to the no. How dare you be spontaneous around me? I like spontaneous things sometimes. For me, it needs to be like a controlled spontaneity. A controlled spontaneity? Like, don't one day wake me up and say we're going camping. I'll murder Oh, no, that'd be awful. Absolutely not. (laughs) But like... I'd be pissed. There are certain things I can do, like, let's try this restaurant, like, out of the blue. Yeah. Whatever. But... Measured spontaneity. Measured. Very... I have anxiety. Don't, like... There's sometimes people like, I want to do this thing and I don't want to tell you. Absolutely not. The answer is absolutely no. Hells to the no. Um... This was my favorite, number 10. It's the last one. Scatter roses from the door what, to your why? bedroom. Uh, who's cleaning that Who's up? cleaning that? <laughs> that was my thought. I was like, who the fuck is... First of all, I hate roses. I hate roses. So then we both were just like, nah. who's cleaning that up? <laughs> Not gonna be me, bitch. Like, what are you talking about? Rose petals? When they... when they Unless they are dried... Rose petals get gross and like yeah, that would be bad. But like like normal rose petals will just rot on your floor anyway. I can't. Anyway, that was from a a Psychology Today article. That's pretty stupid for for a magazine that touts being like MD doctor related. I don't know. It's probably like National Geographic because National Geographic is also like the trash of the science and animal world. Right, 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 right. It's just like garbage. I hope so. Um. Yeah, it was it was bad. Yeah, I read these things and I was like, I am not a romantic person. I actually did a BuzzFeed quiz all by myself, and it was like, how romantic are you? And I had like fifteen percent. Okay, well, okay. And it was like, you are the opposite of romantic, and I was like, yeah, nice. I hate I hate romantic movies. Oh no, wait, we're not done because we are going to talk about romantic movies. But first, I want to talk about. Let's hear your love languages. Ooh, okay, oh, let me get my results. So, for people to know what a love language is, like you can do this yeah. quiz online. I have actually found it really helpful because love language, like your love language is basically how you show caring towards others mm-hmm. and how you wish to be cared for yourself. Yes. Because, and oftentimes we provide care in a way that we wish to be cared for, but that's actually not the way, it's not necessarily the way the person that you care for would want to be cared for. Yeah. Um, so I really like this quiz because I've done it before with other people. And it's really interesting because I think for me, I found it beneficial because it shows me like, oh, these are mine, but yours are like the opposite. Yeah. And so if I want to show caring towards you, this is what you need. This is what you value most. Yeah. Versus what I value because we're very, um, what is it called? Navel gazing. Like, or we just assume that the pers- people want the same that we do. And that's not always the case. Um, 
And so the love languages are divided into, there's five of them. Mm-hmm. There's um, gift giving. Yep. Uh, physical touch. Physical touch. Acts of service. Yeah. Receiving gifts, words of affirmation, and quality time. So there's five. So Catherine, how would mm-hmm. you do? So my number one at, I guess they separate it by like um, how much you answered this question. So like 11, so the most for me, yeah. is quality time. Oh, wow. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That's quality great. time. Okay. I enjoy quality time the most. Um, so I guess, well, that just means spending time with people, yeah. blah, 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 undivided attention, And it's on a scale of 0 to 12, yeah. or 1 to 12, uh-huh. 12 being the highest you can get. So if you get 11, that's actually really high in terms of, like, importance There level. you go. So at 9, my next one is words of affirmation. So I like being, like, yeah. told, like positive things yeah and like telling people positive things and it's true i really love complimenting people yeah i like letting people know and like legit the thing that makes me the most mad is when people don't acknowledge the things i've done and they don't say it i get so upset i don't like it that's so true and then um number five uh, number five at five so i guess like there's 11 nine and then five is receiving gifts Hmm. because i do like giving gifts and receiving gifts I gave you something today, but like, <laughs> but like mm-hmm. I will buy people things out of the blue. And that one is actually funny that it's so low or, or that part of the list in the middle, because I used to give people gifts all the time and I would never receive gifts back in the mm-hmm. same way I give gifts. And I'd be pissed because I'm giving you like good gifts or I'd give great yeah. like birthday gifts and Christmas gifts, or I'd give people random gifts throughout the year. And then I receive fucking Nothing. dick yeah. all year. And I'm always so upset. Um, by this, even though I know that's like not everybody, I I didn't realize this this was a love language, but I know that's not everybody's like way of showing affection, but I like it. Yeah, for sure. And then at the very bottom, I have three and two. So three is physical touch. Don't touch me. Um, (laughs) That's that's, that's me a hundred percent. I will initiate touch. I will ask for hugs. I will make it known if Mm -hmm. I want to be touched, but don't touch me. Out of the blue. Yeah, no. I don't like nobody touching me. Yeah, that's very jarring. I don't help. I got you. When people like you meet them for the first time and they hug you, this happened yesterday with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yo, why are you hugging me? I don't know you. (laughs) But I've learned to accept hugs as something that people will do when they say goodbye to you. So I will accept a hug. Yeah. I would never have initiated that. Oh, my mom. Well, my mom also has like fibromyalgia. Well, yeah. So so she's also like, don't touch me. But she's generally has always been a don't touch me kind of person. And my num- my last one um is acts of service. Huh. Because I'm like, don't do don't do shit for me. A lot of the questions were like, That's would hilarious. you love if someone did this thing for you? Do you want someone to do this for you? I'm like, no, don't fucking do- I can do it myself. That is so- this is so fucking accurate. <laughs> I can't even handle it. Now that you're saying it, I'm like <laughs> I'm like Yeah, that's yeah. Kevin. Yeah, that's Kevin. So um for me, <laughs> It's changed, actually. So I did this quiz last year, and it was the other – these two were reversed. Um, Words of affirmation, Mm -hmm. I have at 11. Ooh. And you know what I notice? I do – it's not even just that I compliment people. I'm extremely – like, I will be very – some people call it nagging, but I call it – caring Mm -hmm. but i'll just be very like no you should take care of yourself i'm very and i'm also very much like a person who likes to um not just compliment people but really if somebody's feeling like down about themselves like i I try to be really caring and nice about it Mm -hmm. and i and i 
try and tell people that they're doing great. And also sometimes, sometimes very aggressively. Yeah. I get yelled at about my like good qualities. <laughs> I actually did that over the weekend with Caitlin. So I was like, you're brilliant. And she was just like, oh my God. What is wrong with you? Words of affirmation. So I, I think it's really important to tell people that they're amazing and that they're lovely and that they're great because mm-hmm. I think oftentimes people don't feel that way about themselves. Yeah. Because, you know, we're, you know, our harshest critics. So Yeah, of course. I love to tell people how amazing they are and I'm very genuine about it and I would never say anything that I didn't genuinely think was true. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like to hear it. I think before, like compliments themselves, I don't necessarily handle well around like, oh, you're like really, I don't know, pretty or whatever. Like sometimes it just, I can't, I have a hard time receiving it. Like I'm never going to be angry about it, but I'm just going to feel like you've been bamboozled by me. I apologize. It's all wrong and it's a lie. You know, like things like that. Okay. Um, But I do really appreciate somebody telling me like, hey, like I really like spending time with you. Thank you for blah, blah, blah. Like, I really like that. Yeah. Uh, at number eight, I have acts of service, which used to be like an 11 or a 12. Yeah. And now it's That's just like. That's 100%. Carmen literally is like, <laughs> don't worry, Catherine. You don't have to pay. I've set aside this much money for treating you this month. And I was like, what? <laughs> yes, I budget certain things. I also budget gifts into every month, <laughs> whatever. Anyway. Um, and gifts include when I take people out for dinner. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, so acts of service, I think, are really important for me to do things for people, mm-hmm. um, which I'm constantly doing things for people, yeah. sometimes too much. Maybe one would say, yeah. Mm-hmm. One being me, but yeah. But I do enjoy when people are able to do things for me. Like if I'm having a really rough day, I like if somebody's like, hey, you're really stressed about this. Let me do this for you, which uh-huh. I actually really like. Yeah. Sometimes I, mean, I am overwhelmed. And so, and no, that's like, great. Again, oh, no, this is your love language, not mine. Mine is like, right. no. Um, for me, five is physical touch, which is fair. I'm a very cuddly person and a very affectionate person, but I have to be comfortable with you. Mm-hmm. I do not like people touching me with like no warning. Yeah. Or like if I'm just not expecting it. Like there have to be circumstances where like I know that I'm going to be touched. I, like Catherine, need some sort of semblance of warning. But once I'm comfortable with you, I'm totally cool with it for the yeah. most part. Um, I also have to be in the right mood. So there's that. So it's too. a cat, basically. Yeah, I'm like a cat. Yes, I have to be in the right mood and I have to be comfortable with you. Otherwise, mm. it's a Otherwise, nap. swats away. And like, even for me, when I touch people, it's like a big deal if I touch you because like I feel comfortable oh enough God. to just like be like, are you you okay? also touch people like a cat because you know how cats yeah. do that thing where they move their hand towards and they pull it away a little bit, yeah, and then they move it towards. Oh and they my god, double taps. The, yeah, Carmen, that's how you move. That's me, like, 100% it's like the gentle, time. like I'm gonna just a little, just a little, just just like just a little tappy tap. Yeah, yeah, that's you. I did that recently. To I can't remember who it was, and I was like, damn, I am a cat. Anyway, uh, at number three, I have a quality time, oh. which is hilarious to me. And then my last one, yeah, that makes sense is receiving gifts. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Don't touch me with those gifts. They make <laughs> me uncomfortable. I feel like I owe you something. Ain't nobody got time. Oh, man. That's, no, thank yeah. you. That makes sense. Right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that funny? That's very funny. That's very good. That's very accurate. I was uh, dating somebody a while back whose, like, love language was, like, quality time. Mm-hmm. And mine was words of affirmation. And every time we would hang out, they would be like, I'm spending all my time with you. And I was like, you don't tell me that I'm important to you. And then they would be like, 
you're always on your phone. So it was really funny because yeah. we were both acting Girl, very differently. you know me. How annoyed am I when you take your phone out when you're doing stuff? You're literally the only person where you're like, put your phone down. And I'm yeah. like, okay, everybody else, I'm like, you can go fuck yourself. Honestly, I – yeah, because part of the quality time thing is like having undivided attention. Yeah. And so it's just like even if like, yeah, we're watching a movie or something – don't be doing something else. Do not take your phone out. Do not do this. I'm always that person who's just like, guys, because it, it upsets me because I'm like, <laughs> you're not doing the thing that we're supposed to be doing together. Oh, good times. I think it's good. I think everybody should at least do the love language quiz. And it doesn't just have to be romantic partners. Yeah. It has so much to do with how we interact with, with everybody. Other, everybody, yeah. Although I do maintain that my family's love language as a whole is food. Yeah, I was literally going to be like, that should be another category. Because I was thinking about my mom's, and my mom's would probably be acts of service and words of affirmation, probably your top two. Yeah. Um, And uh, a lot of those are food related. Food. I mean, in terms of acts of service. Yeah, because even my mom, like, if she knows I'm upset, she'll make me food. Yeah, my mom will make me food. Like, yeah, if she's, she'll be concerned if she, like, doesn't make me food. Yeah. Literally, my mom broke into my apartment. I mean, she had a key, <laughs> but, like... She, she broke into the apartment my sister and I were living in together and like made a chicken and a bunch of other things and then left and we just saw her. We were coming home and then she was walking away from the apartment and we were like, hey, what are you doing here? And she had made us dinner, just like snuck in and made us dinner. That's beautiful. It's very cute. I love that. I want to know, I'm going to give you my, I, first of all, Catherine loves rom-coms. Love them. And loves like, do you love like romantic movies in general or just rom-coms? Yeah, both. Okay. Romantic movies, rom-coms, I hate everything. both. Love them. The only romantic comedies I think I enjoy are ones with J-Lo in them. Mm-hmm. I love me a J-Lo rom-com. You a monster-in-law. Love a monster-in-law. Even though that one's actually more The like wedding about, planner. Yeah. That, the monster-in-law is more Gold. about the relationship between the mom. That guy yeah. doesn't even matter in that story. Yeah, not really. He really does A doesn't. maid in Manhattan, perhaps? Yes. Loved a maid in Manhattan. Mostly loved the wedding planner. Yes. Iconic. Good. Great movie. I think I just loved it because I love J-Lo. Also, funnily enough, J-Lo rom-coms, the men don't matter. That's so true. They don't matter at all. Not- I've never, I don't remember any of their faces, names, nothing. I remember Meg Ryan rom-com men. I yeah. remember Julie Roberts rom-com men. Yes. I do not know who, other than Max McConaughey, yeah. I don't know who any of them are. No. And I don't care. I don't care about their personalities. It's, it's about, about J-Lo. J-Lo. The backup plan, who was that guy? I don't care. J-Lo, J-Lo, J-Lo. That's who I'm here for. I want to watch her. I want to see her. That's it. Yeah. Surprisingly, I don't know if you count this as a romantic comedy. What's that movie where Jude Law's sister, or Jude Law's something, switches houses? The Holiday? The Holiday, holiday, yeah. Where the girls switch houses? I like that one. Is that a romantic comedy? Of course. Carmen. Carmen. Okay. Guys, (laughs) if you don't know this movie... It's a movie where at like Christmas time, these two women swap houses and it's Kate Winslet and um, Cameron Diaz. Yeah. And then they fall in love with different, like like men when they go to different places. One, the brother of the person, mm-hmm. one with like Jack Black for some reason. But like, Karen, that is a quintessential okay. well, rom-com. So can I just go through notable yeah. romantic movies? Mm-hmm. And it will, how I feel about them. Okay. If I ever mm-hmm. date somebody who yeah. tells me they like The Notebook, 
I don't care if we've been together 10 years. Carmen. My ass is dumping you. Carmen. My ass is Carmen? dumping you. Carmen? Well, then get ready to dump me, okay? But are you, what are you talking about? Carmen, the this is, is such like, a teenage nonsense. Movie. It's like you decided you hated The Notebook at 16 and you still hate it. It's a stupid movie. It's fine. It's great. It's the best of the Nicholas Sparks stuff. I mean, I guess. But it's also like, I remember watching it as a teenager. We're not watching it for the plot. We're watching it for (laughs) Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams. Their relationship was so toxic. It's absurd. No, no, no. The actual stuff in the notebook is absurd. Not good. Bad. No good. No, no, no. Don't do it. Don't ever marry that man who builds you a house uh, and writes you every day for a year and tries to kill himself on a Ferris wheel if you won't go on a date with him. He's terrible. He's yeah, awful. Yeah, he's a terrible person. But when Ryan Gosling's like, I wrote you every day for a year, it doesn't matter what he's saying. It's how he says it. I guess. I like, mean, yes. yes. Okay. If you, yes, okay. you're saying it in the rain. It's beautiful. <laughs> like, this is great. Like, the, 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 it was the chemistry that made that movie, not the plot. The plot's fucking but awful. But Kevin, I've, I've seen clips recently and I just roll my eyes and I'm like, I can't. No. Actually, you know what? Movie. Is a walk to remember Nicholas Sparks as well? Is it? I don't know. It's terrible. It might be. It is, it is not. It's great. Kevin, it's-, it's a movie about a girl who doesn't want to die a virgin, so she marries some rando that she met in high school, and then she dies. Listen, I like that movie because of Mandy Moore, and I like that song that's in that movie, whatever that song is. Let's do it. Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean? not bad. The song's, song's not bad. good, and also... Um, Catherine, Moore is it's great. a movie about a I don't Christian who converts no. the man to Christianity. Do I remember that man? No. Do I care about anything in that movie? It's no. Movie. My favorite scene in that movie, actually, I do you remember. You know who loves one. that movie? Church going people. Yeah, they do. My favorite scene in that movie is where the people make um like a bad picture of the girl and post it all over but it's a very poorly photoshopped her yeah. head on like a fatter body yeah and it's the funniest thing i've ever seen because it's like someone did it in like ms paint and like she's so <laughs> embarrassed if that ha- carmen please do that for me please photoshop my face poorly onto a gigantic onto, body like, and post it everywhere. everywhere i'll be so happy that's hilarious that'd be the new banksy yeah right that'd be amazing okay so there was so i had the notebook did you ever watch silver linings playbook no so because it's I forget the guy's Jennifer name. Jennifer Lawrence. And it's Jennifer Lawrence, yeah. Some white guy. Sharpface? Yeah. <laughs> Some, yeah. Uh, yeah. The Bradley guy, Sharpface. Bradley Cooper. There you go. I can't stand that man, first of all. I don't like him. He has scary eyes. He has zero killer eyes. Anyway, <laughs> um, I watched that movie while I was in a relationship with somebody who was having severe mental health stuff, um, who ended up dying. So, like, not the fondest of memories of this movie, because the Fair. movie's about... Um, a woman who's dealing with mental health stuff after the death of her husband. So she's grieving. Mm-hmm. Um, and the guy is bipolar and just came out of uh, like a cam H type of place, like an institution where he was in for a really long time because he beat the shit out of his ex Only hope. Partner. Sorry. That's the song. Oh, okay. I don't know if that's what it's called. I don't know. I don't know. Continue. Terrible. Um, so... Uh, Silver Linings Playbook I really liked because it made mental like the way that they depicted mental health was really interesting it was like really dysfunctional and it showed how like the different family members had similar mental health stuff going on but like it just wasn't discussed so I kind of really liked that movie and it was supposed to be seen as like a cutesy like a dramedy cutesy like romantic movie but my whole thing was like I like it because it's mental health related anyway uh, Cry it was called Cry? We'll find it. Um, 
the movie I like after that. Would you consider 500 Days of Summer a romance? No, I hate that movie. You know I hate that movie. I, you know, I love that movie more than Fucking anything. I hate that movie. First of all, it is a movie yeah. about modern day romance. Yeah. Women it's and not. men using each other and having expectations of each other It's not a rom-com, though. It's said have. at the beginning. They say at the beginning. No, no, no. It's not a story about, like, a boy like, meets girl. girl. This is a story about, like, whatever else. But would you consider it, like, a movie about romance? Like, a romantic movie? I would say it's a movie about romance. It's not a romantic movie. Okay. That's good to know. It's a movie about a shitty dude who I hate. The girl's pretty shitty as well, to a yeah, certain but, extent. Yeah, but she's obviously shitty and she's acknowledging her shittiness i guess it's true. and he's just like why don't you love me and she's uh, like yeah. i can't can I? what i mean i do love joseph gordon levitt that's probably the main reason yeah, yeah. uh twilight um here's the thing garbage uh, no trash Carmen? trash uh, let's be fair to twilight because twilight has been dealt such a horrible hand it's Catherine's because a plot carmen twilight is no worse than a walk to remember or any of the other i don't like no, any of those I, you know i'm saying i'm saying twilight is like like, I'm not, clearly, I'm not a fan of Twilight. I was one of those people who was very negative about it. But Twilight does not deserve the ire that it has received. I mean, I guess. It's just, fuck. But it's, but if if I watch it, I don't like A Walk to Oh, Remember. it's so boring. I don't like 500 Twilight's days. Twilight's so boring. I don't like The Notebook. So I'm not going to like Twilight. No, it's boring. That's why. Because it's just, like, so painfully excruciating. You, you have the chance to have a hot, sexy, indigenous man. And you chose a non-indigenous man to yeah. play an indigenous man as the main character. And I, you couldn't find one good. And Literally, he has friends who are so who much are better looking than him. him. But like Let's Twilight, not even go there. Twilight, I wouldn't even consider a rom com. I would consider that's not or a rom com. No, no, no. But I mean, like romantic um, movies. I mean, I guess, but I think that's more like teen. The thing is, you can't. I don't know if you can classify every movie that has a romance as a romantic, romantic movie. movie. Well, I would that's say what that's I'm more like um like a fantasy, like teen fantasy. Okay. I mean, I know it has okay, romantic leanings, but. Like, you think so it's does more The teen- Hunger Games. Oh, you know what yeah. I mean? Right. Okay. So you think it's more like teen fantasy. I think it's more teen fantasy okay. than romance, even though actually, I guess maybe the first book. The rest of the books, progressively, it's maybe like teen fantasy romance. Right. Something like that. Right. But like, okay. it's not just romance because okay. I feel like the ideas that are dealt with in Twilight are like more, half of it is like, I love this guy so much, but then the rest of it's like vampire, blah, blah, blah. Right. You know what I mean? That's like, right. in a rom-com or in any movie directly just about romance, like, there's no, like, and this. like, like plot about, like, baseball in When Harry Met Sally. You know what right, I mean? Right. It's just about relationships. Side note, that is the best rom-com ever made. Anyway. <laughs> so I want to talk about, okay, so my next one on my list mm-hmm. is the mother of all romantic movies, Titanic. Never seen it. You, you, me, you have never me. seen Titanic. Never seen it. I've seen Titanic. No, I've never seen it. I've only seen clips of it when it was on Listen, TV. I don't understand why so many of these romantic movies need to end in death. Yeah. But let's stop. Let's just stop. Also, I didn't think that movie was that great. I don't know why it was so famous and so popular. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. It's because teenage girls went and saw it like eight oh, times. Oh, right. With Leo DiCaprio. He was Yo, really cute he back was, then. He was, that was the Leo I liked. Then he aged so poorly. Poorly. He aged what into happened? Jack Nicholson. It's a shame. Oh, he but. really did. Okay. Last and not least, you are going to also agree with me, I'm hoping, the one romantic comedy that I love. Yeah. Oh, so dearly. Mm-hmm. Love Actually. Well, I'm not going to agree with you, Carmen. You don't like Love Actually? I love Love Actually, but it is also a terrible movie. <laughs> you know what saves that movie? Emma Thompson. Oh, Emma Thompson yes. in that movie. If I could just watch the Emma Thompson parts, that's all I need. Like, that's the best part of that whole movie. 
really? But also, like, I love the movie. It's very watchable. But there's, like, a lot of stuff that hasn't aged well. Mm, It's, like, the weird sexist fat jokes and, like, also a bunch of weird just, like, being in love, quote unquote, with your best friend's wife and that's cool. Oh, that's cool. That's fine. That's normal. And taking a video solely of her, her on her wedding day, like a serial killer? What, do you, what, what is that? That is terrible. Yeah, I didn't really care for that storyline, No, Catherine. and then like... I really like Falling the, in love with your domestic worker who is cleaning your house. Who doesn't speak the same language Who doesn't speak the same language I think, you. Catherine, the idea is that you don't need to speak the same language. You can just fall in love. Um, the prime minister <laughs> getting with his secretary, like in a position, and, then firing, and, ha- and her. firing her because she's like has a, a moment with a different man. You know, what's that guy's name? Falling Hugh in Grant? love with your coworker, even though you know nothing about him, and him not wanting to be with you because you have a brother with mental health issues. When you put it that way, it the most romantic parts. Really here's, here's what I'll watch. Here, here's my cut of love actually that I love. Emma Thompson, Emma Thompson, Bill Nye and his manager, Bill Nye and his manager, Emma Thompson, <laughs> Emma Thompson. You know that's you and I, right? Anyway, um, <laughs> those are the best parts of that whole movie. That is the type of friendship that you have where you're like, you are my greatest love. I just hope you know this. Yeah. That's beautiful. I do like their friendship. But I, lo- I love love, actually. Um, so Guy goes you? to America, has sex with three women who just want him so badly because he's British, even though he's hideous. Hideous. <laughs> Um, and he has a terrible accent. Not anyway. a snack at all. No. But anyway, go ahead. You tell me your romantic um, movies. I probably won't yeah. know some of them. Or well, as them. I said, When Harry Met Sally, have you ever watched I've it? I've literally never watched that You movie. would actually genuinely like it. So what the storyline is, is like Harry and Sally meet when they're like in college and they drive to New York together because they're both going mm-hmm. there. And then he's shitty and she's like, fuck this guy. I don't like him. Whatever. And they just part ways. And then you right. meet them again five years later and they meet and they just don't get along again. And they part ways and the third time they meet like they're in a different place in their lives and like she's ended a relationship he's just got divorced and then they like become friends oh. and they're friends for like the most majority of the movie and then they fall they, they realize they're in love at the end oh it's so good and it's so well written and like it gives like relationships like the proper like i don't know attention they deserve in terms of like right. like also like how relationships end and how people deal with that and everything like that right. it's a very very good movie and um it has a very romantic end and it's That's cute. it's great and it's billy crystal billy crystal's great meg ryan who like work beautifully together it's a very good movie have you seen meg ryan recently girl i'm so sorry your surgeon's not good but yikes but this is what happens when you're in an industry uh, that is entirely about image and, and like where you don't have the melanin to keep you going. Yeah, well, that's an uh, important part. But because um, uh, Angela Bassett probably hasn't had that much work. I mean, like probably none. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna mention. I don't know if this is like necessarily a favorite, but I like it in that it's deconstructs rom coms, which is Sleepless in Seattle. I have not seen Sleepless in Seattle so either. In Sleepless in Seattle, Rosie O'Donnell is uh, Meg Ryan's best friend. And they watch, Love that already. Um, yeah. Uh, they watch romantic movies together. And then so basically Meg Ryan's character in Sleepless in Seattle is insane. She like falls in love with a man over the radio. And it's Tom Hanks because he's talking about like his wife dying and blah, blah, blah. Like she she, she basically stalks him across the country. No, 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 it's, no, it's, no, it's, no, it's no, insane. No, no, and they no. meet at the end and it's like, it's bananas. But there's a, like a couple lines in, the, or, well, there's a, quite a few parts in there that are just very good and very well acted. And also there's a line when they're watching a movie and it's a rom-com and then... 
or like a romantic, not even a rom-com, just a romantic movie. And Rosie O'Donnell is like, this is your problem. You don't want to be in love. You want to be in love in a movie. Yes, and I then love that. There's lots of stuff like that. So I like Sleepless in Seattle is one of those movies where if it's on, I'm watching it. Right. I won't necessarily put it on, but I will pause what I'm doing or I'll have it on in the background. It's very good for that. Okay, so I'm going to say we already have mentioned, of course, all the JLo ones, which are about JLo, not about the men. Um, beautiful movies. Beautiful movies. Um, uh, uh, JLo say, plays Italian in uh, two of them, I'm pretty yeah. sure. I would say that uh, an important that romantic thing in my life, in terms of like my family, is Pride and Prejudice. We all love Pride and Prejudice. I've never We've seen watched, it. We should watch the 1995 version. You would like it. Okay. Um, but the 1995 version with Colin Firth used to be on fucking constantly in my home, in my household. We quote it to this day. Um, there's, <laughs> there's a line where Mr. Darcy is like talking about her and she overhears and it's when they first meet. And his friend is like, oh, isn't she very pretty? And he's like, she is tolerable, but <laughs> not handsome enough to tempt me. And we say that shit all the time in the house, like all Terrible. the time. So funny. Um, but Pride and Prejudice is a great story because Pride and Prejudice is a story about like a woman, because I feel like it gets misinterpreted as girls like bad boys, but the narrative is actually girl meets boy, he's an asshole, he proposes to her and he's still an asshole. She finds out that like there were different circumstances and then he decides to change because she rejected him yeah. and become a better person and then they get together at the end. Oh. So it's like she's Slightly like fuck better. you. And cuz it's not a story about girls loving bad boys. It's a story about like making yourself better and then you get with a person. Okay. That's kind of nice. And they both do that. And then um yeah, I would say that like I really do love sense and sensibility. I like Austin stuff. They're great. Sense of Sensibility is the one with Emma Thompson okay. and Kate Winslet. Oh, I've and, also um, never seen that one. It's good. And Alan Rickman. I mean, who doesn't love an Alan Rickman? And Hugh Grant. Well, that's great. That yeah. sounds like a great cast. That sounds amazing. And it's two sisters who are, um, one is older, one is younger, obviously. And yeah. uh, Hugh Grant calls in love with Emma Thompson, but then they can't be together because their families are whatever. And then Alan Rickman is like this older man who falls in love with Kate Winslet, who's like much younger than him, but by the end they all get together and it's very good. And it's again, Austin stuff is good because it's like slow, slow romance and it's like measured and uh, I don't know. I find it very romantic and that's the kind of shit I like. And I will say another part in a mo- <laughs> in a movie that I find very romantic is in Little Women. Yeah, it's funny because they're remaking Little Women yeah, with I Timothy saw. Chalamet, and I have no problem with him, but I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I don't get the Chalamet thing. Uh, he looks like a he, his face. His face looks like it's made of knives. I don't. don't get my friend Farah is really into him. I don't understand, and I don't get it. And she's he like, like, I don't any, get it either. Any boy I've ever seen working at a grocery store, like I don't. I don't know <laughs> he does. What is up with the Chalamet? But also, you that, do you that fans name is too much? And also, Saoirse Ronan's accent sounds bad. Uh, she sounds Irish when and I was watching the trailer. Like people were saying that Emma Tom, Emma, Emma Thompson, Emma Watson's accent was bad in that trailer. But I was like, Saoirse Ronan sounds Irish the whole time. What are you talking about? Ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, so there's a part where in Little Women, so like the initial romance is between the character of like Joe and the character of Laurie, uh-huh. and then she rejects him, and then she goes to a different place and meets this other man who's like this professor who's like a little bit older than her and like they fall in love and they as adults and blah 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 and this is part where he like recites poetry to her while they're at an opera and it's like my favorite thing 
Unreal. <laughs> or like he's not it's not poetry. He's he's translating the lines that are being sung in the opera to her. That it's like something like in the depth of the fragrant night, your heart understood mine, and I'm always like, oh, so good. And I'm apparently just a big old sap. Wow, you really are a big old sap. Who knew? I know. I didn't know this about you. Oh, it's because I do this alone in my room. (laughs) (laughs) Whereas my ass is sitting there going like, this is ridiculous. I just go, this is gross. No, I love it. I am the least romantic person. Dating me must be such a pain in the ass. Probably, yeah. Because I've done (laughs) nothing. I've literally gone on dates sometimes. I've been in situations where somebody I think has said something that they thought was romantic and I and it has either gone way over my head or I just laughed. Here's the thing. I don't know how I'd react to it in person. Right. However, again, I don't want to be in love. I want to be in love in a movie. That's fair. That's totally fair. That's me. I once had a situation where I was out on a date and it was going really well and we were outside and the guy was like you might remember this was one of the first times I went out on, on dates with people mm-hmm. ever. Okay. Um, and the guy said like, Oh look, I just, I only see one star. Oh my God. That shit's terrible. I remember, remember that. Oh my God. And I was like, I was like, really? Cause I see three. Yeah, no, that's shitty. That's Yo, not good. I don't I'm like bad terrible. attempts. Well, yeah, I want, want, but there's some people who just like people like trying. Whereas my ass is like, don't, don't. Don't do anything at all. Don't you dare. Like, just be nice to me. I think honestly, in practice, I would prefer someone just being nice to me. Do you know what's romantic for me? Just hold my hand. (sighs) Don't touch me. See, you don't like that. But for me, I'm like, hold it. Like, if you you are, okay, if I am walking through a crowd and you grab my hand to like guide me, that to me feels like really nice. I guess. That for me is really nice. Like, I I really like the gesture of, like, hand-holding or, like, that type of stuff. Or even just, like, trying to soothe me in, like, shitty situations. I enjoy. I'm very grateful. I love hugs. I love a hug. See, I like a good hand-hold. If we're out, like, I'm not very PDA-y in public. Mm -hmm. It makes me very uncomfortable. But, like, a hand-holding, like... Arm around my shoulder. Totally I'm the kind good. of person where it's like, I. It's not that I don't appreciate the gesture. I would just. I would like, or I'd like to be able to make the gesture, but not do it all the time. Oh, uh, yeah. Like have the comfort to like do that gesture, but yeah, don't but please no. don't expect me to touch you all the time. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm the same. Yeah, like I get. Don't expect me to do it constantly. Like I don't. Mm. I don't like that. And like, you know I need to be comfortable like, with you. You know those couples who are glued together and they're no. like arms around each other Absolutely all the time, not. and no. someone's always hugging someone. I'm like, I would be like, we can't be doing. No, this. like if I've I've been in situations where like partners have been meeting, like my friends or something, yeah. and I'll like give them a like a, like a. a leg rub or like a back rub just to like you know just to be like i'm here and you're doing great type of thing like if somebody does something similar great but like i not the whole time yeah. do you know what i mean like i'm people who are just like like wrapped yeah. i can't stand those people so i am much like a cat because you also i also have to be okay with you oh yeah of course like if you try and hold my hand and we literally it's our first date i'll probably swat it away yeah i'll be like what are you doing What's going on here? No. What do you think about pet names? I love pet names, but I have pet names for like most people. I think I have pet names for a lot of people. If not pet names, at least nicknames. Like Nikki is Nick. I just call Kate, Caitlin, Kate half the time. Yeah. Like, you know, like, 
I have like shortened whatever mm-hmm. for people. Um, but when I'm dating somebody, I, I'm very quick to like have, I don't use like Pookie Bear or anything like that. But like, <laughs> <laughs> although sometimes just to be funny. Yeah. If I am in a situation where there's somebody who like is real like hood or yeah. or really manly, um, I love calling them like little muffins. You little muffin, like especially when they're being bitch babies, mm-hmm. loves it. Um, I like to call people cutie pies, uh-huh. especially if I think they're attractive. Like if I don't think they're attractive, I'm not going to call them cutie pies. I'm yeah. not going to be like you're a hottie, and sometimes I'll be like you're a hottie. You know, you're you're fine. You'll do. Yeah, or like your cutie pie, or la muffin, or you know. But usually, we get to a point in a relationship where I just call someone babe. Mm-hmm. Like I just call him babe. Yeah, you call me babe is probably the only way you call me. Right. See, yeah. I got. I once had somebody say get, get mad at me because I called Mikey mm-hmm. and I called him babe, and they were like, "What the fuck is this?" And I was like, "I call everyone babe." Yeah. I literally call everyone babe. So in relationships, I also call people babe. It is not that serious. No. It's not that serious if I call you babe. I don't know. I think it's because I've been so ingrained to not have nicknames. Like my mom's like, no nicknames. Because Jamaicans always have like 18 nicknames and they have uh, like another name that's their name. And they just have yes. so many nicknames. Nickname, nickname, nickname. And I'm like, no nicknames for my children. So my name is Catherine. And when people have tried to call me something like, hey, I'll call you C or hey, I'll call you Cat. I'm like, don't call me no. that. And everyone gets offended. Cat. Yeah. Ugh. People get offended when they when they're like, oh, oh, like like I'm like, no, that's my name, you can't use that. But um yeah, so I the only person who's ever had nicknames for me is my sister Carolyn, um who has called me horrible names. She called <laughs> me Kabuteri Mon. <laughs> She's a Digimon who's like a bug type and he has these all these wow. like giant and he's like this giant so that's not a pet name no. Catherine she called me Kabuterimon <laughs> my favorite Digimon as a child was Gatomon and she called me Kabuterimon uh, she calls me Kakarot oh which yeah is I love from that Dragon Ball Z which is <laughs> yeah. what Goku's name is yeah um, and she's, she's she's called me Kakarot and um I guess the closest thing I have in my life to a nickname is that my sisters and I are all so lame. You call each other sissy. We call each other sissy. That's so cute. We I love that. call each other, hey, sissy, what's up, sissy? Or like in the, in like the phone, there's sissy Carolyn and sissy, or uh, yeah, Christine. Yeah, that's adorable. Yeah, that's so lame. So much like I call everybody babe. Yeah. You call your sister sissy. I sissy. don't think that's a problem. No. You know what you should never call me? This is a PSA. Anyone listening? You call me brown sugar. I'll kill you. I'll kill you. <laughs> Same for me. Yeah. Don't need no spicy, no chili, no, no nothing. No, no, no chocolate. No, thank you. No. Okay. Amen. Well, anyway, praise the Lord. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> praise be, praise be. Praise be to In his Jesus almighty. Name. In um, Jesus' name. <laughs> <laughs> not our, our Christian. Anyway. Oh, anyway. Let's okay. say grace. Okay. So, so. Um, that's all for, from us. So you can find us on Instagram at I'd Kill a Spider for You or on Twitter at I'd Kill a Spider a spider number four in the letter U. And my Instagram is the CC Williams, and you can see the cakes that I bake on and it. All her, and her Kit Kat pictures. And my kitty cats. And you're going to get new Kit Kats. I'm so, so excited. excited. Okay. Uh, my Instagram is uh, Carmen underscore Maria 416. Mm-hmm. If you are looking for a nice dose of anti policing political uh, gifts and memes. Yeah. She's also trying to become a thought, so like. The sooner I can get these pictures out of me in bathing suits once I start exercising a little bit more and feeling better about myself, 
we are gonna be getting all these followers. Yeah, Thank you very yo, much. for real. I was saying that like her, the best name possible for her would be political thought. But yes, then I looked yes, it up. There, yes, someone is yes. already political thought. Uh, you can be like political thought ninety one or something. Like I don't care. Political thought four one six. Political thought four one six. Yes, oh, beautiful. Okay, we'll figure it out. Well, anyway. All right. Well, we love you all. Thank you for listening. Thank you.